Are you a defense financial manager looking to invest in your career? Attend PDI, the Professional Development Institute in Phoenix, Arizona, May 29th to 31st. PDI is the premier annual training event for the DFM community with over 100 educational sessions, 300 speakers, and the ability to earn up to 150 continuing professional education credits. This three-day event enhances the knowledge and skills of defense financial managers in the DOD, U.S. Coast Guard, and public and private sectors. Register today at PDI2024.org. Early bird rates and April 30th. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive set of offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. All right, this is a 30-second commercial, and I'm going to throw a lot of numbers at you, but please stay with me. In just 15 minutes, you could save 15% or more on car insurance. This company has been offering great rates and great service for over 75 years. I didn't know that little lizard was over 75 years old. And anytime you need help, you can speak to one of those trained specialists. And anytime you need help, you can speak to one of their trained specialists 24-7. The company's called Geico. Go to geico.com today. Sorry for all the numbers. And in 54321... We're out of time. Now, Podcast One brings you Spike's Car Radio, a downloadable cars and coffee hosted by writer, comedian, and automotive enthusiast, Spike Ferriston. Now, here's Spike. We've got everything. Here we are. Uh, we're in Venice, right? Zuckerman, this is Venice. Venice, California. This is, um, let me just put in my earphones here. Home of Jim sure Morrison. We- Home of oh, I can boardwalk roller skating freaks, people smelling weed, begging money, <laughs> drinking MD twenty twenty, and and the home of the smoking tire, <laughs> Matt Farah, and Matt Farah. Uh, when I when I called him up and said if uh, asked if he could podcast this week, and he said, "Yeah, you guys want to come to my joint?" I said, "Yeah, I haven't seen it." And here we are at this beautiful uh, beachside place. It's got a nice view of the ocean. He's got his own gym. He's making us coffees. Here he comes up the stairs. Oh, okay. You know, if it was the old, <laughs> if it was the old, hey, folks, it was if it was the olden days, we would say his full name and his address and date of birth. <laughs> you know, if you read old newspaper articles from like the forties, you know, Matthew Farah of Twenty Three Park Place. Yes. Okay, Matt. I'm getting some now. I'm glad I have my headphones in. I'm hearing a static on that microphone. How's that? Is that better? Is that better? I don't know. I may have Check to give the, you a play diff- the connections here. Play with the connection a little bit. I wonder if it's the mic. Testing, 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 testing. Yeah, it could be the mic. Because <laughs> we had some problem last week with uh, our good friend Rod Emery. This is a, we're off to a good start yeah. today. How about, how's that? How's that? How's that? That's better. Better? better? Yeah. Okay. What'd you do? I just unplugged it and plugged it back in. Well, there you go. Hi, everybody. Okay. I'll hold on to it then. How about Welcome that? to uh, Spike's Car Radio. Uh, before we get started today, we're going to just run through. I thought it'd be fun to just do... Uh, you guys don't know what I'm going to bring up today. Just talk no about some of the big stories in uh, in automotive news and get your commentary on them. Right, Very good. I like Here's that. Here's some big stories. Simple yes. little format. Uh, I asked listeners to uh, write down their suggestions, stories they wanted to hear perspective on. None of them really understood what that meant. They asked <laughs> just the same questions they asked every week. But perhaps there's something there. We'll check that in a little bit. Um, really oh no, no. See, you're you're there again. Your mic is done. Your mic is cooked as he just lit a joint and it's going in Zuckerman's face. (laughs) Here, 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 here. 
Yeah, I mean, that's fire, son. I, yeah, maybe, but you know. I'm, How about I'm now? On a, Are I'm we on better a diff, now? A different pathway. Are we life. better now or are we <laughs> static Talk. This is me talking in a normal volume. Hello. Yeah, hello. that's good. Okay. If I wiggle it around, is that a problem? No, no, no. Okay. It's the microphone that's definitely out. We got to move mic. because I feel like I'm at that Frank Zappa <laughs> concert <laughs> in 79. <laughs> the Joe's Garage concert at Nassau Coliseum. Yes. 1979, I came home with red eyes and got in trouble. What happened to the vaping? I thought you huh? were... <laughs> Vaping is a public activity. Oh. We are at my house, Spike. <laughs> Smoke all the guns I want in my own fucking house. What do you call that stuff? What's, what's the brand name? Right there. It says selfies. Yeah, because they're right. a little miniature. You'd, you do it by yourself. Creme brulee mini pre rolls. All right. <laughs> Look at, oh, it says the total THC is 17.1. Is that strong? Not really. Medium. I like Not it. Really. So if it's 17.1, that would be 34.2 proof if it was booze. Really strong is like in the high 20s. It, it comes in that little cassette deck thing right it there. Does. It's a well, pack of 10 so or this, 12. And that wax stuff, what would that be? That shit's like 80. Really? 80, 90. Yeah, that I call, the, the wax is what I like to call the intersection of weed and drugs. Like there was once a coca leaf and then there was crack. Right. That's the crack of weed. I don't, I don't use that anymore. Anymore. Uh, yeah, anymore. anymore. Could you handle it? The problem was actually the normalization of that and the recognition of the normalization of that and realizing that that was in, a, <laughs> look in itself at, oh, Look problem. at the smile of Zuckerman yes, right now. you built the tolerance to it, and so it was normal <laughs> to be that fucking high. To watch yourself doing <laughs> such a thing, yes, is a bit, you know, disconcerting. I like the stories of people making it and emolliating themselves. They, that's for, because when they started doing that, they were using but, compressed yes. butane, which is illegal in the state of California now, and they used compressed CO2 now. So oh, really? That, so that, yeah, for, so it, that it, doesn't happen. Well, yeah. just don't get so high you forget about my coffee, because that's the only weed I want right it's, now. It's, it's like right. it's in an automatic brewer. It's, right. it's funny. So does it change? Yeah, it will. It'll okay. Ding. If It'll I ding. took one hit off of that, you'd have to call the ambulance. <laughs> you'd have to call 911. They'd have to take me away, put when charcoal were... down my throat, make me vomit <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> there was one right up the street before you got here. It's Venice on a Sunday, man. It's going to be a shit show out here today. Oh, boy. All right. Well, we're off to a great start here. Um before we get started, though, Zuckerman, we have a new T-shirt launching with Blipshift. Blipshift, yes. your partner too, Matt Farah. We have a new shirt this month as well. The Smoke Entire Podcast. Well, hold on, hold on. I'm trying to get our shirt out there. <laughs> well, I didn't say. Plug. <laughs> I'm not plugging beyond that. You plug. <laughs> He's good with that joint. Huh? Yeah. He's look at good. him go. Professional. Yeah. Um, it's uh, it, sh- it launches today at Blipshift.com. It is the Plan Z shirt Woo! it is a 993 993 gt2 cut up into three distinct pieces <laughs> <laughs> on the back fantastic. it says spikes car radio it's done in riviera blue and it's uh, special for monterey car week for that car you can't afford you get two or three friends you split it up into a plan z and did you come up with that or did blip shift come to you with that uh, they Blipshift called me, and they said we for, wanted said, we for the we second one we de- we really want to do a Plan Z. So That's they're listeners good. too. Good it's for nice. Blipshift. Yeah, they, yeah. They have brought like I'd say it's fifty fifty us bringing them and them bringing yeah. us ideas. They they sent me a car, and I said no, I I know the car, and I found the picture of the car, and I and I actually really down to the detail, down to the wing and everything. I said this is what I need on it. 
I, I and uh, even the rivets on the wheels. I want oh, it to look like a legit like a regular 911. And it had a I'm just very particular and... about what car I'm going to put on a shirt. <laughs> I made them. <laughs> right? I, I made them. Re, I don't. Re... If I'm going to put a GT2 on there, 993 GT2, like it's, it should look yeah. like one right down to the details. So it's a it's a great shirt. The shirts are what? They're twenty bucks. They're cheap. Uh, ours are twenty four, twenty five. Okay. So there's the prices. Yeah. And, if uh, yours are cheaper than mine, we should really get together and discuss that. Yes, price they, they might be. I don't like know. I'm discussing I a Countach owners union, but we'll get to that later. Keep this mic close to your mouth. For some reason, yours sounds a little less hot than mine really? right here. Yeah, oh, it well, might be because you it's guys because have I'm thought. splitting the signal with sucker. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe <clears throat> I thought we would start things off by talking about the new 2020 Chevy Corvette. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. There's a new Chevy Corvette, the eighth. Generation Chevy Corvette, the first one that's mid-engined. Oh, the weed, dude. Um, no manual transmission, 6.2 liter V8 LT2 engine. Goes into production in late 2019. It's been everywhere. Zuckerman, have you seen it? Yeah. What are your thoughts on this thing? They, for some reason, everybody writes about it as like, well, well wait till the Porsche guys see this. What is that? And what happens know. when the Porsche people see <laughs> it? I don't know. It? Here, Do, oh, here are some Porsche people. That we're going to bag on it. That we're going to be blown away. No, they're going to be. We're going to be blown away. I by know it. Matt's going to have a very detailed answer. Here's my very surface answer, and my very surface answer is it reminds me of looking at a, a Ferrari 430, which was like what ten years ago, twelve yeah. years ago. That's my surface. You go further, Matt. Okay. Well, so um, having driven all the Corvettes up until the last ZR1. The, the last ZR1 with the big wings, the one from last year, mm-hmm. that's pretty much enough. We can stop. <laughs> the front engine formula with that has, was taken about as far as it could feasibly go. Beyond that, I mean, I'm, I'm an okay driver. I, I have a mild amount of talent and a, 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 a potential to avoid crashing. But if you're, unless you're a super, super pro, you, you, there was limits to what you could do with that. You, move, you make the car mid-engine, it immediately brings the achievable limits by the average enthusiast much higher. Mm-hmm. The car becomes much easier to drive at speed. Also, it they're really the Americans are very concerned with the zero to sixty time. And with a front engine vehicle, the ZR one could barely beat the Z06, which had a hundred less horsepower. So they were approaching that limit of front engine rear drive street tire. Right? right. Beyond that you need a full slick to launch a car in that configuration, right. whereas with a mid-engined, dual-clutch gearbox car, it's much easier to get that weight over the back wheels, to slip the clutch in the exact perfect way, so they can get this 0-60 to 60 time down in like the twos where they want it, because now right. the twos is the standard. So there's that, right? And then the other is challenge that my is... my coffee dinging downstairs? It might be, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll, after this, I'll go get it for you. You want a sip of this delicious carbonated one? I, I tried it. You? It was this good. This is so good, But right? it's it's too afternoon and right. summertime Is there really Parmesan like, cheese the fact in that there? It's like, there is not. There's not cheese in there? No. Did you fall for the cheese I thing? didn't fall for it, we but, didn't. but that was so, a funny line. No, I thought, I mean, for me, I mean, just without digging down and getting too nerdy on stats, mm-hmm. I, I the design, the exterior design of this car, I found to be troubling. To me, troubling. I thought it was the... I, I, I nicknamed it the Chevy 488 Acura NS Vet. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah. it looks like so many different yeah, cars. Correct. The wheels looked a little tiny on the car. Yeah. Well, the show, the car on stage at, yeah. the, at the launch, that car was not the same ride height as right. some other cars okay. that we've seen. So, 
But it also gets to don't you think what it, happens when com- computers design everything? Right? That's and right. You go, I need this coefficient of drag. I need to get this kind of fuel economy. This is the time. Mm-hmm. You start plugging these figures in. You end up with a lot of cars that start to look the same. They and have the, the same cooling needs. They have this. You know what I mean? But don't you feel like we all get to the same place with the with the Corvette every single time? Uh, you know, you start to bag on it a little bit, and then they go, "Well, it's only fifty or sixty thousand right. dollars. It's not That's like that." That's always the line. You know. I, I want a Corvette that excites me the way a C3 did when I was a kid. Yeah. When that Mako Shark came out and I saw that car uh-huh. and it blew my mind. I think you are such a different person now. I don't think you can put yourself into a place where you don't care about the kind of quality that someone like a Porsche delivers I, I would agree car. because, if, yes, if it was 1968 or 1969, yeah. I would say this thing's a piece of shit. It doesn't work <laughs> right. The lights don't go up yeah. and, and there's all sorts of problems. But from a design perspective, the, those cars back then, the C2, the C3, yeah. blew my fucking yeah, mind. Yeah, they were pretty. And yeah. I think the, and the I, new and I don't Corvette like the mid-engine. I mean, the... I love mid-engine cars. I, I don't. I, to me, a Corvette is a front-engine Doesn't car. Doesn't it pretty always... much look like they took a C7 Corvette and just made that mid-engine? <laughs> like, they just moved the cabin forward? This, like... to me, looks like a completely different car that you wouldn't call a Corvette. You would call it something else. They, they, they had know? to do... You know, they had they were something. there. They were at the end of where they could have been with the previous like a platform. Porsche, like an air-cooled Porsche in '98. They took it yeah, to the end exactly. of the, of the, the logical yeah. line. It, it didn't go any further. Yeah, okay. So here's the thing: they, but they should have done it ten years ago, fifteen years ago. So explain. So how does this? So how does the 911 come from 1963 to current day with the engine in the rear, which well, is in the right place? Well, because the engine in the rear gives you the traction that the engine in the front does no, not mid-engine cars are better than rear engine there's better balance uh, well, fine, but th- both of those are better than front engine cars and the 911's engine keeps moving more and more to the middle and oh by the way the 911 rsr race cars mid-engine yeah i know fully. about that i like that <laughs> that's fine but and moving the engine a little forward but what about the ford must the gt350r are we now going to have mid-engine mustangs is that next no because i don't think they'll ever be able i mean no because i I believe that competes in a different right. in, in a different category, a different a different target demo. Right. Corvette, the people that are into the front engine Corvettes are aging out. Right. They are aging out, they're dying. And But then that order- begs the question. Is the Corvette dying? Yeah. As a concept. Could, shouldn't we the have Mustang just killed it? continues to appeal to a young audience. There's some magic. No, I like Mustangs. I, I, I would buy one right now. Exactly, but it also appeals to young guys. Yeah. And yeah. the Corvette doesn't appeal to young I, guys. Doesn't? I, would, I don't think let's, so. Let's actually take a look at that again in a year once young guys see the new one. I, I, think, I, think, it'll be, I think it will serve that purpose of bringing that target age down. I talk to a lot of young people that are excited about it. You know what I mean? Uh, I so think this car is significant. I just don't think they should have called it a Corvette. What do you exactly. think they should have come up with another needs one? Needs to be retired. Yeah, give point. it a new name. Give it a oh, get a whole new so deal. So much equity in Corvette, dude. You can't <laughs> let, retire. It rest, let it rest. We're gonna talk about years. something today. Can, yeah, we could talk. I mean, there's things. <laughs> but I'm just saying, I do. It's, I, there's something that feels wonky about the whole launch to me, and I'm sure it's a decent car. But and I, for me, and I'm just speaking for myself, I. I, I feel like I've just hit on it. I don't think they should have called this the Corvette. I think they should have given it a new name, and everybody would have been fine with it. And continued to make the front engine car also, or, or just or, ended reti- the or thing. if you if you're out of ideas, if car, the car business is not your business, then yeah, I mean, retire I should, it or I, yeah. get out or come up a... with something innovative and new that is the framework that we like. 
right? Okay. You could have called it the Stingray. What? You could have called it the Stingray, a Manta Ray. You could have had a name. You're the laughing. Spotted at me. Eagle look, Ray. No, look. <laughs> I, when you're when we're working on a television show and we don't have any more stories, yeah, we either get canceled or we retire the show. Or you know what? I fire all the writers and bring in ones who Look, go, I, come on, can you refill this for a while? Don't you think that if they actually did that and, and said the Corvette is done, this new car is called the Zora, but Corvette is dead. The Zora? Yeah, Zora. Yeah, the Zora Z? What about the Zora Z? That's for the Z. Zora You know what I mean? I, yeah, think about how I would many, admire that. I think people would have lost their shit oh god think for they what would have five stormed, minutes they would have with all that's going on green. <laughs> think of all the things they don't like lose their shit over right now <laughs> right. i think i'd be surprised there's still a chevy at all a bunch of old days. men in, in beige clothes and, and velcro shoes storming yeah. bowling green. i do like you know i'm looking exactly <laughs> it's a right slow every, storm yeah i did i was intrigued by the interior i like the steering wheel you like it the i spaceship hate the of it i don't know it just looked different i hate two-spoke steering wheels so much yeah maybe you guys are 356 people so maybe you're I'm, more I, used putting to putting the zuckerman in the head it goes yeah, yeah the girl can't lean over and blow you with that seat thing there next to you <laughs> see that <laughs> rail's she gonna covered do in that? buttons that whole rail is a strip of buttons her boobs will hit the buttons <laughs> can't get busy <laughs> It can't get busy at speed. There's no headroom in that, in that <laughs> configuration. Uh, I like the use of headroom. Headroom. That's very okay, funny. Okay, yeah. i got to check in on my coffee. Where's my oh, coffee? I'll get it for Do you. you. Think no, okay, let's take a break. done with Not... Corvette, I'll get the coffee for you. Yeah. Hold on. I'm going to gently put this down. Bam. That's what's great about the podcast. We're in Mark Marin territory now. You can just walk away. <laughs> I think I'm high. Did you get a contact high? Uh, if I start giggling a lot, I will. You'll know that I did, but no. Uh, just some cream and a little milk. or Milk or cream, whatever you have. Leche de toro. No, no like, liquid weed-based things or heroin. <laughs> I would like a, a splash of coffee with just a little <laughs> splash of, cr- of cream. So no Zuckerman. chunks floating, please. Um, you know, while Matt's downstairs getting coffee. Now, listen to the performance on this thing. 0 to 60, 2.8 seconds. That's good. 0 to 100, 8.6. Very fast. Right? 490, 495 horsepower. Eight-speed dual-clutch automatic. I when will it be a 28-speed dual-clutch or, <laughs> or quadruple-clutch? <clears throat> don't care. Um, all right. Well, I feel like we've covered that. Um, I do think it needs a manual. I think that, that that's something that... Is essential. Really? Yeah. I don't know. I like manuals. I, yeah. I know that they're not as fast. I know they're down. not as good. I know all of it. I know that it's not. But it, driving is just not about how fast. It's no, also I know. About I know. We've been over this. I get it. But still, I mean. Thank you. Do you feel that at all when you're in the uh, GT3 Touring? Don't you feel like I could do this better with the PDK? I could drive I faster. I like the shift. I like, I like the, shift. the shift too. The question wasn't. Do you like it or not like it? I was saying, don't you feel like no, I'm always it's holding happy. you back a little bit? No, I'm always happy that I can shift that car. I am <clears> happy <throat> that I have the ability to You're not to answering shift. the question. What is it holding you back from? It's not that it's holding you I don't back. Feel it's like just that, it that it's... How many races have your shift times lost you? It feels like <laughs> I'm, I'm a human uh, governor on it a little bit. That's like, what I want to feel like. Because yeah. you want to go faster than you can drive? No, because this piece, this manual transmission... 
Yeah. Which I get it. I, I feel the same way about manual transmission. I'm just saying it's mated to something that could go faster if it didn't have this transmission. It, that's yes. the little... But when I'm less dri- fun doing it. Yes. And so when I'm driving no, the know. car with PDK, I'm, I know not the even, fun. I'm, I'm thinking about how disappointed I am, how much more fun I would have with a manual. I see, don't lately see I've been way. the opposite. Maybe it's just the fact that I'm kind of dailying this around in traffic and I like to have a cup yeah. of coffee and a phone, but it's, you know, I don't know. Anyway. I just found a cup holder for my safari car. I'm very excited. That's that's it's good. This coffee's this coffee's delicious here. What kind of coffee did you make us? Folgers. Um, you know what? Uh, this <laughs> you is are from high. A called, <laughs> this is from a company called Sanka. Apex Coffee Roasters. Okay. I'm looking at a couple of different companies to replace my departed coffee sponsor. Oh. And so I'm trying really? some different roasts. And this one is from a company called So you have Apex. to like the thing you endorse on your podcast? Only if it's something I have to eat or drink. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't have to like it always, but I do have to... If it's food, for sure. But mm-hmm. if it's... Uh, other, I do have to re- think that someone might conceivably find a good use. F- you know what I mean? Even right. if it's not something I would use, it's got to be something I think is a legitimate, useful product for somebody. Right. Yeah. All right. Is there anything we want to say more about the Corvette? I want to talk uh, for a second about our Zagato before we take a break. One last thing I want to say about the Corvette is please, let's get some press cars. Why don't you work your magic? I do want to drive it. I want to be open to experiencing it. Yeah, okay. The launch isn't going to be until... Yeah, for a while. At least October. But we've got good press cars coming in. I'm getting the Lamborghini Huracan Evo, which I know you've driven. I watched your one take. It was fantastic. It got me really excited about it. It's a Performante, but with a normal suspension, which is very helpful. I'm getting the new Range Rover Evoque, (laughs) which would be fun to spell a weekend, spend a weekend. I bet you like it. I want to, you know, I happen to have been Raptor crazy for the last two weeks, and I saw that you have that Hennessy Raptor. It's a Ranger Raptor. It's not a Velociraptor? What I'm, what it's, is it? So Hennessy ha- tunes the Raptor, the right. full F one fifty Raptor. Okay, they have tunes for the EcoBoost engine up to like six hundred horsepower. Yes, and then <laughs> a two point five liter EcoBoost six hundred three five. Okay, but yes, and that motor makes six hundred horsepower in the Ford GT. Same, Unbelievable, the same motor. Huh? And he, if you want more, he will take out that engine and put in a supercharged five liter V eight. For 750 horsepower wow. in the truck, which is awesome. This is a new product. So the new Ford Ranger, the smaller truck, the midsize truck that they've been selling all over the world except America for like six, seven years now. Six years, I think. Uh, we finally get it here. There will be no Raptor version. There's uh-huh. a Raptor version overseas, which has a diesel in it. So Hennessy turned is turning Rangers here into pseudo raptors which he's calling a velociraptor ranger package <laughs> i told him velociranger is a way better fucking yes name. and he said he didn't want to bother ford to try and get the <clears throat> no i like velociraptor so this is a velociraptor ranger. ranger so it's uh it's the ranger obviously it's a 2.3 liter turbo oh boy four cylinder black black right black black with a 10 speed automatic gearbox and like off-road suspension and bash bars and skid plates and stuff. Did you take it off-road? Yes. Where? Um, Gorman, Hungry. Oh, Valley. you did. Yeah, oh, great, perfect. Beat, That's right where I want to go. Beat the crap out of really? it. Really? Yes. And you're gonna you're gonna get badly. this for me? Yeah. It's, well, Vinny, who lives there, right, is the he lives with you. He's staying with me while he's here. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. 
He's probably going to move in with his chick pretty soon, which I'm kind of excited about. But yeah. he's the best roommate ever. Yeah. Vinny Russo you, is the most responsible. If he can get you Hennessy trucks. He's, not only is he the PR man for <laughs> Hennessy, but he is, oh, hello, fun day on the beach. Is it just a guy walking with a siren? How is there room for a police? I'll be there. I'll be there. It's Baywatch out there, bro. Yeah, it's a red there they go. I bet people will put their hand up to have Vinny as a roommate now. Why well, was a really good Listen, Vinny pitch? He, I went on. I went on vacation. I went on my honeymoon, and I came back, and in the garage, do you see my snow tires hanging right. on the wall? He just did that uh, because he felt like it. Like, he just fixes stuff and installs wow. stuff, and he can work on a Countach. It's unbelievable. All right, let's why keep we, going why here. Why don't let's... we sell him on the, on the podcast? <laughs> listeners, please put in bids for Vinny. You know, one of those, <laughs> Vinny's <laughs> friendship. Auctions. Yes. <laughs> you know that was my nickname growing up, right? Vinny Sanchez in high school. Really? Did you not know that, like Zuckerman? That? Is that racist? Was that racist back Vinny then? Vinny, because I look like Vince the Muskrat from Deputy Dog, as mm. someone pointed out. And uh, I don't know where the Sanchez came in, but that was my name for three years in high school. Did you try? Tommy Terranova gave it to me. You don't pick your nicknames. These were these are bestowed well, upon you, yeah. usually in mocking fashion. <laughs> <laughs> and Tommy Terranova like said, "You're Vinny Sanchez," and I just and, and what I was Tommy's it. nickname? Huh? Nova. Nova. Tommy Nova. Yeah. Do you no, know he was Tom, Tom, Tom Terranova. Oh, oh, right. Yeah. He had a nickname. I'll, I'll remember it, but I know he used to call him Terranova. It's a great last name. It is a good last name. It's like yeah. a drummer from a metal band. What I remember is his parents uh, gave him a waterbed, and that was big news in my town. <laughs> and when you're in the ninth grade, it's, you got to come check hear, this out. Did you hear Denova has a waterbed? <laughs> Terranova's going to Terranova. Terranova. Oh, Terranova. Yeah, Tom Terranova. TT. Tom Terranova famously. It's funny that his name means new land, and yet he sleeps on water. Oh. Look at that! Uh, he, and oh, the uh, the junior the, the junior high talent show at our high school, West Bridgewater High School. He lip synced a Black Sabbath song, and he thought it would be really cool for there to be a mist coming off the stage while he sang. So he went and he took the school air, uh, 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 fire extinguishers from the back, and when he started singing, blasted them across the stage, and it fell down. What he didn't know is they were chemical extinguishers, yeah. and the entire. <laughs> and I still remember, and people are coughing and suddenly there's a panic, and they leave the auditorium, and I and I was in the hallway getting ready to go on myself, and I saw Mr. Benson, our principal, just running, going. Fucking Terra Nova! Screaming, just running down the hall after him. Everyone in the audience had to go find Good Terra Nova. They had to and find Terra Nova. Where are you now? Tommy Terranova. Well, I know his brother's hanging out. And I know Ronnie. There's Ronnie. There's Ronnie Tommy. Tommy. <laughs> they're great guys. I love that those guys. Like a Queens family, if yeah. there ever was. Tom Terranova is. It's back in the time of no supervision. So Tommy would call you up on your home phone and goes, "Hey, we're going to have a BB gun fight at Garekas's house." And I go, "All right, what's yeah. that?" And he goes, "You got a BB gun?" I go, "I'm not allowed." They go, "All right, we got plenty of them." And we would line up on two sides of a yard at Garekas's right. house. This is before the parents got home. Oh, it was like a civil war status. Yes. One one team. Behind the house, one team behind the Garekis cars, and BB gun fight. <laughs> and oh guess God. what? You're the worst kid ever. <laughs> I was, 
I was coming along for the ride of a fight that I guess had happened before. But as you can imagine, you're ducking behind cars. So what are the BBs hitting? They're, they're, they're breaking windows and hitting the Greco's cars. And what we're, and what we're doing is we're firing at them and they duck behind the house. So what's happening there? We're shooting out their windows and the rest of it. And, you know, the end of it, you know, after about a half an hour, I think the Greco's boys finally realized what they had done. And we were like, see ya. And we got on our bikes and left and left them with their parents. Did you ever see them again? Yeah. No, yeah, they were in big trouble, but <laughs> it was like their idea. So we were like, all right, we're happy to help you. Oh, my God. All right. I wanted to, I wanted to talk about the Zagata. We got to take a break. We'll come right back. Let me tell you something. Did you know most people have no idea whether or not the motor oil they're using is good enough to protect their engine? Everybody's driving around not even caring about what's going on under the hood. Only one brand literally goes the extra mile to test everything, including ensuring they're the right motor oil for your car. And I'm talking about Valvoline. That's right, Valvoline is the only motor oil brand in the world with an engine lab completely dedicated to testing motor oil. Valvoline takes their products and their competitors, I might add, and runs them through the gauntlet. I'm talking thousands of miles. Then the engineers and technicians take those engines apart to evaluate exactly what happened. Please don't try this at home. Trust that Valvoline has done it for you. Was there carbon buildup? How did the seals hold up? Did the engine perform like it was supposed to? And most importantly, were the critical engine components protected? You don't know, but Valvoline does. So when Valvoline is formulating motor oil for your engine, they know exactly how it performs and what protects it best because they've seen the results firsthand. It's why I trust Valvoline in my car and it's why Valvoline has been trusted for more than 150 years. Head over to Valvoline.com slash spike to see what product is right for your engine. That's Valvoline.com slash spike. You're listening to Spike's Car Radio. Here we are. We're back. It's really fast. Give him a little give him a, a beat to fucking edit. No, he doesn't want a beat. He's fine. Look, let's do a quick Zagato update, and then, and then I want to get into this next uh, act two about a subject Matt's going to know a lot about, and I see him tweeting about. Um, but first, the Zagato got delivered, Zuckerman. And you saw you saw online that they delivered the wrong car from LAX, right? Wait, I'm sorry. Back was, it up. I, I, I haven't been following. Okay, hold on. Can we can we tell so the Zagato the Zagato gets Angeles. the Zagato goes from Milan at Zagato yes. at Milan onto a truck onto a plane yes. it flies it lands at LAX we get a note it's there I he's at work I say I'll meet them down there at eight in the morning a truck pulls up to uh, Zuckerman's hangar uh-huh. with the wrong car on it. Is it another Zagato? No. no. <laughs> not even close. It's a 911. Really? Yes. It's not even the first time this has happened before to either us. And the guy says, what? But it's a 1961, and I'm looking at this early 70s, like our group 911. Oh, no. And then I, of course, put it in my Instagram story, because I know in a second someone goes, you know, that's, that's my car. And someone did instantly go, that's Arthur's rally car from Sweden or something. What is it doing? there should i tell him and i'm like i already said it back arthur's rally car supposed to be in los angeles at least it was in customs i'm guessing because it was being sent up to monterey i don't know but eventually so i had to leave and then zuckerman's guys took delivery of the car and zuckerman looked at it yesterday i looked at it go ahead zuckerman we're both thrilled with this thrilled i was absolutely blown away by the car it is gorgeous the fit and finish of what zagato did blew me away 
hundred percent. And and what about the smallness, Suckerman? I it, loved it. I, it's supposed to be small. It's weren't you worried about the smallness? We were, but you know what? They didn't here. I'm pulling go, up a picture didn't right now. Go L- and look then at not that. Fitting it. God, that looks really good. That one that sold on Bring a Trailer was ha- the Speedster or the the, the convertible. It doesn't was, work. Is it, ugly. it should not it have. That should not have been there. Isn't that beautiful? Yeah. Well, they, you know, our car. We made sure they built our car last, and so they learned on the previous eight cars built, and they delivered a perfect car. The uh, the only thing we're doing to it is we need to put seatbelts in it. They delivered they it deliver like it a, without seatbelts. They delivered it like a late fifties three fifty six. There was no seatbelts and there was no uh, license plate bracket, <laughs> just like it was delivered in the factory. Because you know what you can have do is have Anthony print you a sticker license plate mm. and then you don't even have to make well one. ben Clymer has the only other one in the united states and he had a special bracket made that goes from the exhaust i think up and around so he doesn't have to drill the bumper it's such a beautiful oh, it, little piece the of bracket comes off the exhaust yeah, yeah. that doesn't make sense does <laughs> it be interesting why something heating up hey touch the license plate <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's know. not electrical i feel like worst case a rear Here, license I can show plate you. bracket is not the worst it's thing not the end of the world you ha- i mean a car's got to have a license plate yeah. right like it's there'll never be anything on the front that would be impossible um, and it is small, but the Abarth was small too. Yeah, all of these. Here's the bracket right here. He sent sent us some pictures. He's loving Did it. Did you I drive mean, it yet? Yeah, I drove it this morning. Look at that. So I think it comes up. I'm still not sure how that works, but Whoa, he does not. What is going? It's a contraption, on isn't that with wild? That. Yeah. So there's <laughs> there's a vertical piece welded onto the muffler. It goes up and holds. Uh, a T-bar, and then two horizontal sort of uh, things that look kind of like short Slim Jims, and then a vertical section. I mean, it, it's it's pretty out of the way. It's it's nicely made, but I, and then you, it, you it think that comes, vibrates? I don't, it comes, I don't mind drilling really the car. I don't mind putting a bracket on the car. No, we're going to do that. Yeah. So, so bra- John yeah, will get, a, get is, a, a, a sticker made from Anthony. No, we'll drill it. All right. I mean, it would it would have it. It's got a little. It's got two lights on the back. If you look at the Zagato itself, it's got two license plate lights right there, and it's made to put the plate. Oh, it right. has the license plate lights. Yeah, just no bracket. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Then just put a put a drill, put look, a bracket on. It. Let me see. So that's it sitting on top. That's our car sitting with the license plate. We're going to put on it on the exhaust. Are these chrome things license plate lights? Yeah, they, yeah. they, they point they in. for European. Yeah, for yeah, European lights. Oh, beautiful, lights. right? Fire. Yeah, that looks good. Yeah, the engine covers. Kind of strange. But no, it's like that's mesh. That's black I know, mesh. It's, it's kind of hard to see. Wow, the interior no, wait, rules. That's, that's a 550. That's no. a different one. Oh, but okay. I was taking these other pictures. There's the A-Bar Carrera right there. Uh, yeah, it looks, it looks amazing. It looks fun. It's an incredible car. What does it it's, weigh? It's super, I don't know. That's it's another gotta thing. It's got to be 1,500 pounds or lighter. It feels it like so you're... Lighter. And how much po- power is it? It's a, all the power of a 61 356 engine. So that's got, what, 75 horsepower? Yeah, power? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. exactly, I yeah. think. Right, right in that, and it it moves, Zuckerman, and it makes a great little sound with the exhaust. And is as it you like know, it's stable. Yeah, yeah, it is. You know, but what we're doing right now is we're sending it down. We send every car we get down to uh, Steve Alarcon at Johnson Alignment to just make sure everything's going straight. And John Wilhoyt's just going to look it over and give it its uh, thumbs of approval. Maybe cool. tweak the uh, fuel mix a little bit. It smelled a little gassy, and 
Get it ready. Put the plates in. Spell gassy. You know, <laughs> he's the only guy I think we would let drill holes in that car, right, Zuckerman? Yes. Agree. <laughs> so he's going to get it ready. You can see it at the Works reunion where it is being featured up in Monterey and on it Friday, is the right? One hundredth anniversary and it's of Segato. Yeah. Oh, really? And yeah. just a little backstory: this car was offered to me on Instagram by Zagato, and you know, I just—I was in the middle of car matchmaking, so I passed on it. I ran it by Zuckerman, and he was like, eh, "I don't know." Then he and I were flying into Monterey that, that week, and as we're landing in the airport, Porsche Panorama had a nine-page pictorial on this car, and we saw pictures of it, and we went, holy crap, what a huge mistake we've made. <laughs> this is two years ago, almost to the day. And as the plane was landing, Zuckerman goes, you got to get that shit now. <laughs> and I started, I got a signal, and Paolo uh, from Zagato was there in Monterey, and I immediately emailed him, and I said, hey, Paolo, it's Spike, can we get that car? And he goes, oh, well, I don't know, you passed on it a few weeks ago, and I go, we need that car. Eventually, two days later, he said, yes, you can have it. Now, here we are. the car, he was, he was not, you could always have the car. <clears throat> no, there are only nine made, and he had already offered it to someone else, but he felt but like he would honor that promise and now here we are two years later going back with the car i feel like we should try to get it at pebble beach right zuckerman ben's going to be there with his they're celebrating zagato right we should on the lawn at pebble beach yeah near the lawn (laughs) somewhere around there anyway all right let's get back to business here look how good Vinny is i got just got a text from my roommate Vinny. yeah Got a message from Italy about my AC switch. So my switch for my air conditioning in the Lambo is sticking. Right. But if you get a Countach spec switch, it's literally a little knob. It's $400. But got a message from Italy. The same switch was installed in the DiTomaso Pantera, Ferrari 308, and Alfa Romeo Alfetta and Bertone US spec. One of those will be much cheaper. Yes. Vinny, Vinny pays his way all Vinny, the time. Vinny, Italian parts All right. Specialist. Let's get crazy here. Are you ready? Crazy. I want to wade into self-driving cars. There's no such thing as a self-driving car. (laughs) No, wait, hold on. Let me set it up. Let me set it up. Because your Twitter feed, uh, Roy's Twitter feed. So full of reality, of real reality. And and the amount of Tesla madness that's going on here. Very Trumpy. And Zuckerman just waiting on the sidelines to sue everybody (laughs) who gets run over. What? (laughs) I'm waving my water money. He's waving cash around what uh, uh, catch us up to this thing that's going on on Twitter with you and everybody else in Tesla right now? Sum it up for us as you, as easily as you can. I know it's complicated, and we'll okay. start there. How about? So here's the problem with Tesla. Tesla is as it, it wants to be a software company, a tech company, right? But they're not. They're a car company. Car companies make things. Things are very complicated. They then main, sell, maintain, warranty, and serve it, you know, service these things. That's a very complicated industry. They're a car company. They're not a tech company. If, you, if they make tech, but in order to get the tech, you have to buy a car, they're a car company. Okay? I have no problem with Tesla's vehicles. I think they're nice to drive, actually, and I've had quite a nice time driving them. However... They have experienced quality issues. It's ongoing. But let's get to the self-driving part. So the problem is, the real problem is, they have gone at the, they have pivoted. Originally, it was all about getting people in electric cars, right? Right. Now, it's about being a leader in, quote, autonomy. Okay. The problem is that they are not building any autonomous cars. 
nor will they be building any autonomous cars because a level five full self-driving car is decades away. So what are they selling then what with their autopilot? What are they calling that? They're calling it autopilot and with a full self-driving option. Literally, okay. they're selling something called full self-driving. Okay. And the end user, the person with the Tesla who's yes. not – who's a moron for the most part. is Not always. These, not but always. for the most part, these are moronic humans. Not always. But, are, but, but it filters down to them where they go. Well, all I have to do is press – Correct. Autopilot, and then then I can watch Netflix on my right. screen. There here, are right? dis- there are disclaimers in the car. However, yeah. there is a lot of wink, wink, push the limits right. of the system. These are those disclaimers are just for the lawyers. It's Copy. really yeah. And Elon is the leader of that. Right. So not unlike the bird scooters that are dumped here, and we tell everybody to wear a helmet. Yeah. We tell everybody to ride one at a time. Right. People are going fucking nuts exactly. on these things on sidewalks now, with three guys on it. When you I get have it. Okay. half measures to full autonomy, level five autonomy means take a nap, put in a destination, the car gets you there, or you know, a remote summon or a quote robo taxi. That's a level right, five. Right. That shit ain't happening. Not in, not in decades. All right. The decision making ability that a car would have to have to operate fully autonomously is extraordinary and no one's got anything like it. Right. Okay? So it's certainly nothing that could be handed over to consumers. There's a few research vehicles like Waymo and you right, know, right, right. A, you know, but nothing consumer ready for years and years and years and years. <clears throat> the problem is half measures on the way there, hands off autopilot without a driver's monitoring system, pushing the limits of sensors and computing hardware to fundamentally put on a party trick. Right. Is dangerous because it creates complacency in the driver Mm -hmm. a driver that thinks that this car will drive for them 90 percent of the time will stop paying attention and where is it going to go wrong where is it going to go wrong everywhere at a completely random time in a completely random place in a completely random situation nobody can predict it monitoring a system that is almost perfect but could fuck up catastrophically catastrophically in an instant is way harder than just driving. Copy. Got it. It's Got a it. deadly weapon. Well, and, I, and, and Matt really sums it up really, really well. It is not there yet, but people are going to believe it's there, and people are going to misuse it. And, there, and, and you've also said, Spike, there is a hubris, hubristic nature of the tech world that believes that they know the way forward. And the disrupt. Yeah, they, you know, <laughs> let's uh, disrupt by putting robot cars on the street. That yes, they'll make some accidents. Well, you know, you're not the only guy out there decrying what's happened. I'm Sully, reading, uh, Sully Sullenberger weighed in this week. You can't fuck with Sully. He said Tesla announced the launch of the so-called full self-driving features that are largely unregulated as soon as this year. This should concern everyone who will share the same streets as a driver or pedestrian yeah that's right captain yeah. sully sullenberger who had to land the self-flying plane <laughs> the autopilot plane <laughs> the plane was <laughs> you hypocrite <laughs> no i'm just no, joking and, and look the, the real the biggest problem is 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 like you said the hubris because tesla's cars on their own merits are incredibly advanced they do some really neat stuff they can you know, uh, handle some basic steering and braking on the on highway situations. They don't do it very well on side streets. Um, and and if 
it was enough. If the cars were profitable, right? If every car he sold made a profit, then he could sell the cars on their own merits and go, I make a better product, so you should buy it. And he'd be right. But the way they finance that company is like a tech company. He's got to keep pumping that stock price to get the rounds of financing. And the only way to do that is not necessarily make profit on cars, which is very hard. It's just to keep the hype machine going. You keep the hype machine going and people invest in your aspirations and beliefs and that you will have the answer eventually. Mm -hmm. They invest in you, not the success or failure of a very complicated company. It becomes less about an objective reality. It's very Trumpy. Right, right. And I'm reading, I got a lot of this from a book I'm reading written by Ed Niedermeyer. It's called Ludicrous, the Unvarnished History of Tesla. And it's coming on newsstand soon. I have a review copy and I'm, I blasted through it. It's really, really interesting. Are you done? I'll be done. I'll give it to you when I'm Please. done. Please. Yeah, yeah. I'm on, I've got like maybe 20 pages left. It's really I like interesting. That. Well, here, it's, it's, let me, let me yeah. throw up the flip side of this. Mm-hmm. The world's uh, last week, the world's largest auto reinsurer and mapping company said that advanced driver assistance systems mm-hmm. that would be lane change and all sorts. Autopilot of... is an advanced driver right. system. Has, has the potential to reduce motor accident frequencies yeah. by up to twenty five percent. Sure, cutting global insurance premiums and it That's has the potential to increase 20... accidents by, by for fully 50%. twenty billion dollars. But you, you can't argue that those systems a yeah. lot of time do one, stop yes. accidents so and do save one money. One day it will work. So one what's the day. way forward here? When you have st- technology that's going to help save lives and reduce so, accidents, yet I have you... an option. Okay, go ahead. So what a Tesla is promising, and the future some people want, is what you would call series autonomy. Right, either I am driving or the car is driving. Okay, what about a different way that my friend Alex Roy likes to talk about, called parallel autonomy, and that is where you drive the car, it listens to you, you goes where you want it to go. It's not, but it's not it's not being driven by a computer, but it is uncrashable. Right, it has the, enough advanced driver safety systems mm-hmm. that are in, and it has a really good <clears throat> cruise control as well. Right, you know a traffic a traffic cruise control. Let's yep. call it right. Other than that, other than the slow traffic, you know whatever you drive, seems like it's not there at all. But if you're about to crash, it saves you. That seems reasonable, doesn't it? Maybe I think people want to talk about a full self driving car. They talk about safety, but I think that's bullshit. I think they just want a, they want to be lazy. They want laziness and they want a party trick. That those are the two things they want. Well, guess what? Tesla announced this week that they are adding Netflix and YouTube streaming oh, to yeah. its cars. <laughs> I feel like I'm on a fourth, Harry Shearer show right fourth now. Fourth part of this <laughs> story. <laughs> they have uh, apparently deals in the making to offer streaming of Netflix shows and YouTube in their cars to just get ready for these full self-driving abilities as soon as regulators approve it so it's clear there's no regulation (laughs) covering self-driving cars if tesla really had the technology they could literally when it it happens they wanted to you will be able to lay down lay back and watch uh you know guarantee you spike you will not be able to stream shit in that car unless the electronic parking brake is set really yep wow and that 
someone very quickly will figure out how to override right. that system. They and will watch a movie cha-ching. and they will smash into well, something and blame <laughs> autopilot. Yes, this is, the, uh, this is the same human that wants to wire our brains directly to the internet. That's yeah. his latest stupidity. He's a meme. He's an actual walking, breathing South African meme. Right. <laughs> if I were still writing uh, a show called Seinfeld, Elaine would be working for Elon Musk right now. <laughs> <laughs> Thaddeus Horn or something would be his name. And he, just and he would her. come in with these ideas constantly. He would be leaving meetings. I've heard enough. He would walk out two minutes later. He'd w- want to have your brain wired. He's... Lane, figure out how to d- dig a tunnel from here to JFK Airport. Like that, yeah, we, that's we need right. That. The world needs that. I'm going to invent a stick that blows fire out the end. The flamethrower, it's called. It's already been invented. Oh, the fucking flamethrower. I know. I'm going to save the environment, but to raise money, I'm going to sell you a flamethrower in California. All right, we're going to get to listener questions in a second. Uh, Quickly, anybody want to talk about these? Why are people in Brazil making fake Lamborghinis? Did you read this story? <laughs> it's probably this... really hard to get real ones. They're semi-submarine coke submarines. <laughs> they have this production line, and they have some extra capacity. I, this story seems to come up every like three or four years, and here's another <laughs> one. Brazilian police arrest father and son and raid on fake Lamborghini and Ferrari factory. How do the cars look? That's the most They look pretty man. good. Yeah? yeah. Look, oh, I mean, I mean, as far as just a body shell goes, they don't look terrible. They don't look horrible. They don't look sixty-six thousand dollars. Yeah, the replicas were being offered through social media. (laughs) Social media. They never heard of a forty-eight thousand with like fifty thousand miles. Tools, molds. It just seems like if you're going to fabricate shit, that's a hard thing to make. Like, why go into fake Lamborghinis? If the Chinese can't do it, the Brazilians can't do it. I, I don't. I just don't. The only people that care, I can't believe we have to keep saying this, but the only key, people who would care if a car is like fake or real, or if the badging, if you up badge your car, are the only people who notice are people who know that it's fake. Right. Yeah. No one thinks you're five twenty eight with the M five badges and M five. You fucking moron. <laughs> Nobody. <laughs> All right. When we come back, we will take your listener questions and screen them first. Think of all the weird things you find in cars. I find Zuckerman's green teas all over the place. Zuckerman, please stop doing that. I'm not talking about your garden variety petrified french fries or melted crayons. I'm talking about snakes, bizarre trinkets, the kind of stuff that just makes you wonder about folks. Another thing that makes you wonder, but in a good way, are continental belts. Bet you didn't know they're OE in tens of millions of Chrysler, Dodge, Ford, and GM vehicles that roll off the assembly line. They're also OE on the majority of BMWs and VWs. Now Continental is launching the aftermarket multi-V belt with the OE pedigree. It's their OE technology series, belts that are fanatically engineered for perfect fit, form, and function. And Continental has an OE technology series multi-V belt for 98% of the vehicles on the road in the U.S. and Canada. That's Canada. Hey, you get enough surprises working on cars and trucks. A belt should not be one of them. Go with the Continental OE Technology Series Multi-V Belt. The belt with the OE pedigree. To get the full story, visit oetechnologyseries.com. You're listening to Spike's Car Radio. All right, here we are. We're back with your questions. Uh, Sunroof Delete wants to know, do you think the C8 will be used as a base for a Cadillac Halo car? Matt Farah, what do you think? I think that if that happens, the Cadillac version will be hybridized or electrified somehow. 
<clears throat> it's, it, there was a lot of studies done. I don't know about studies, but examination of the frunk area, the front trunk area. Mm-hmm. And I think at the launch, they had some exposed like chassis to look at. And mm-hmm. it seems like there was room for some battery packs and a front motor of some kind. Clever. Which Very could be, smart Could answer. be really neat. Um, well, someone wants to know our perspective on the Seinfeld European collectible story. <laughs> well. <laughs> there been a development there? Did it Many. Actually, there have many? been many. And uh, we're hoping it will be an entire episode of Spike's Car Radio coming soon. I'd like um, to sit in on that. Oh, yeah. Uh, I like the new uh, the new season of Comedians and Cars is good. It's great. I like, I like well, some of them a lot. Did um, you see the Eddie Murphy one? The Eddie Murphy one was so interesting. So good. I thought that was really yeah, one of the just, most unexpected things I had seen. And Him you know what? Not being funny. And, and you know then what? Being terrified exactly. the entire and, time. And let me tell you so something. Interesting. Here's what I found most interesting about it. Um, you know, working in the world of entertainment, it highlights the fact that some people are interviewed too much. Yeah. And, and some... then there are actually reasons to interview people, and Eddie Murphy was one of them. Yeah. You know, and, and, and when you see the same names interviewed over and over again, it, it, I didn't know how much that bothers me already. Mm. And then I, Eddie then you Murphy see... and Steve Martin's episode were very similar because they both had huge highs. And then did movies, and now kind of do lower-key stuff, and they both had the same sort of real fear of getting back into stand-up comedy and that kind of thing. I thought it was but very when, interesting. But when was the last time we heard from Eddie Murphy? Oh, forever. Forever, right? So you want to know what he's like. And, yeah. you know, I went to a screening of, of that episode with, with Jerry, and he and brought Eddie Murphy out. And again, I, he just saw a guy I didn't know. I know Eddie Murphy's comedy. Yeah. I just didn't know him as a person. You get a sense of it, and yeah. it's very different than what he is. But yeah. really charming, wonderful episode, and really that's what an interview show should be. Talking to people we haven't heard from in a while and, and giving us a little taste of it. I got very jealous of Jerry's green Mercedes wagon. Oh, yeah. That thing is the jam. <laughs> that is a Mercedes motoring car, right? It's a, a J.G. Francis car. J.G. Francis. It yeah. was up in Monterey last year at this time, and Jerry bought it right after that, right? It I'm was, looking forward to running into him. Yeah. That thing yeah. was – that green was hot. Yeah. That was lovely. It was a good, it's a good season. He's done well. Uh, well, someone just asked about the new season review of Comedians and Cars Getting Coffee. You just got it. Just you got to watch it. It's good. Jerry, after you know what's crazy, actually, randomly, he I've I've watched every episode of that show. He has now been in completely different places: New York, Jersey, Mm -hmm. L.A., uh, around. He's been to literally six different restaurants that I frequent or have some close connection to in completely different parts of the country. And what does that mean? I don't fucking know. It means we are the same we run in the same Jew New York circles. Exactly. <laughs> the same kind of food choices appeal. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Someone I don't know if we'll be able to get into this as deeply as this person wants to, but um our perspective on the Porsche Type 64, the 60K10 mm. Berlin Rome Wagen being auctioned being off. Yeah. Yeah. Hold on. Being auctioned off by R.M. Sotheby's. I had, I don't know if I sent this to you, Zuckerman. I have the Andy Prill Porsche Classics 28, 53 pages yes. evaluation on this car. Yes. Did you read it? I did. Yeah. What like do you thought? Go report. ahead. Eh. It is like the Mueller you know, Report. You're is, right. And. and it's like anything. It's, it's Wait, let me just stop you right there. The estimate for the car is what? $22 million? Something like that. Okay. Okay. It's a landmark car for somebody. What is it really? I don't know. Um, is it Again, we get into the question of how much of 
Ferdinand Porsche's vehicle is still there today. But there's some of it, and it is a very early, it's the 1938 car. It's, there's something there. There's absolutely something there, but what is it worth? It's a bauble for a billionaire is what it is. That's a good term. I, yeah, I think uh, kind of, uh, and as, as we've said before, this car was offered to friends of ours over and over again, and the price just kept going up, and the car never seemed to sell. And it always came down to the same question. The authenticity, I think, is there, but what do you do with this? It's not something you're going to be driving a lot. And for $22 million. I mean, no, there's, 22 no, there's, no, million. There's, there's no $22 million car you're driving a lot. Is there? Yeah, there are Ferraris I mean, that I you can drive that are up in that zone. A GTO, which is twice that, is something you can race. You can really drive the fuck out of those cars. Why you can, can you tour not, in them. Why can you not drive this thing? Look I at it. Like, Look at it. You can drive it. Of course you could. So why, so why did you say you it's think, not something you're driving? I mean, I don't, it doesn't look comfortable, but... I don't think that's something you're going to get in every day and drive. Whereas the Rough G- Riders are here, sorry. With a GTO, you're going to get in a GTO, and you can race it. You can, you can tour in it. You can spend 14 days on the road in it. I don't know. I just... For me, I would say if this car were, say, seventy-five grand, i would say, yeah, buy it, put it in the corner and a little sign on it and say, this is the first Porsche, I think. <laughs> I think I know they 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 took a staple gun and put the Porsche emblem on yeah. it. Our you know, owner, after later it's on, like, it's like one of these early manuscripts, early books that they auction off for seventy five million. You don't read it either, yeah. right? You put it, it sits somewhere. Under glass. It sits under glass. It's climate controlled, and and it's a very interesting historic object. And and I think I, yeah, don't you? I mean, my I I'm angry about it, and I think I'm only angry because this this value that's been put on it, right? If it's well, that it's valuable and if it's so important, why isn't the factory? Yeah, it? give it to the factory. But then, the, then let them have it. Questions about what was going on in 1938. When we <laughs> making this car. Maybe we don't want a car that early. Maybe we don't want to address pre-48 history. That's a good. Oh uh, yes. yeah. <clears throat> well, here way, I have a book I just read. Look at this called Blitzed, and it's about. Uh, how the entire Third Reich was on insane amounts of drugs. Yes. Look at the they look at speed meth that yeah. that Prill yeah. has put together here. Oh, look yeah, at a that, picture of it, it damaged on the side of the road. It's it really a beautiful little document something. here. Yeah. And it's it's really a well put together history of the car. But, I mean, look uh, at twenty two million. There should be no questions, right? That price, that's a no questions. Price. You know, after re- if you, if you can believe this report after reading it, you believe that it is wholly authentic. And okay. again, I don't think that's my issue with it. I think it's the the price that they're asking for it and what you do with it. And yeah, my you know. issue is I don't have a hundredth <laughs> of that money to spend on a car. <laughs> think of all you could buy for twenty two million. Yeah. Think of all you could buy. I mean, I would never. I, you'd never see me. I'd gone. I'd buy an <laughs> island and, and a boat, and I'm done. I'm out. What are you wearing on your wrist today? Watch. I, 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 I'm Watch wearing the gold sub because I decided to up my douche for the weekend. I like that. No, but it looks I'm nice. Feeling, I'm feeling confident. I don't think it's too. She's like Miss like Daytona. I can't. I don't. I didn't want to say anything. But can I ask you about that Submariner you've got there? The 1680. It's really nice. I know. The strap is very provocative. It's Mulquin. I can see its cheapness from across the fucking world. Like it is That's not cheap, cheap in any way. No, no. It's, it's a very expensive British really? company. Yeah. They make this green, Hunter Green. It's wow, calf skin. expensive strap. And whenever I, cheap. whenever I post these, people go crazy for it. You could not be more off in your... You should give it away because it looks like it costs $18. 
Oh my god! I'm no, sorry, no, no. it does. These are really beautiful and prized. I think it's as because the, company. I think it's because the sides are painted the same color as the leather. I think that's why. Here, I'm going to send you to this site because don't. you don't okay. have taste. Obviously, I'm okay. Mulquin straps right here. These guys are genius in what they do. I'm sure they make nice straps. Look at this. That, Look at this. Look what is, they do uh, to that the new is a Daytona. Cheap looking strap. Oh my on god! That, watch. that cheapens that watch. I'm sorry. I'm going to disagree. I like yeah. it, uh, but. They're beautiful. But, you know, that's Matt Ferrer. That's okay. I, he I likes disagree. American cars. What? <laughs> Says, I have a Lamborghini and a Porsche downstairs. I don't even own an American car anymore. Don't make fun of my straps. <laughs> you couldn't be more wrong. I, All right, hold on, hold on. <laughs> I'm trying to look for another question for us. Pre-screening, Spike. <clears throat> I, I know. I wish I had time for <laughs> Let's it. Let's talk about the twenty-two million dollar codex. Uh, the, that's the, the Leonardo codex hammer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, yeah the, the, that's twenty-two million. Uh, more or less for that Leonardo da Vinci manuscript called the Co- the, the Leicester Leicester Codex or something. I was uh, uh, go ahead. It's a piece I was just of parchment. Talk, interested. In, I was talking to someone about painting the other day, and like a Basquiat and a, like a Leonardo da Vinci right. are like the same value. Yeah, yeah, and it's like. How do you? How do you? How does the world come up with these I, values? I have no idea. What do you got, Spike? Anything worth? <clears throat> no. Someone is pointing out that we never followed up on Cat Bob episode. Cat Bob, the most option turbo, and, and I did. I reached out to Pete Stout um, went, went for yep. Jerry's birthday when we were going to the air. I never heard back. I probably sent it to the wrong email address, but we definitely want to do that episode. Uh, I'm guessing Cat Bob does not want to do that. Episode. We could bring him here for, to Matt Farah's house. <laughs> yeah, sure. cats. He can bring his cats to Matt's cats. <clears throat> um, yeah, again, the, these folks have misunderstood what I asked them to do. Someone's <laughs> asking what's the dumbest Porsche branded accessory item you have. And I do have a lot of have them. I have Porsche ashtrays. Bong? I have uh, lighters. Yeah, there's one. There's a Porsche bong. Yeah, really? Porsche design bong. Yeah, I've, seen the yeah. Porsche, I've seen the Porsche boat on Instagram lately. Have I, you seen that I, thing? I don't like the car boat crossovers. Unless, no. unless... It's an actual car-based engine in the boat, like when Lamborghini built the engines for the offshore racing. Like that mm-hmm. was pretty cool. But like Aston Martin and AMG have both recently done quote <clears throat> boats, and neither of them had anything to do with like they just had like regular like Mercury Marine engines. Like what are you doing? Remember the Corvette Malibu ski boat where they put the four tail lights of the Corvette on right. the back of the Malibu <laughs> water ski boat. Spike's right. got nothing. He's really, he's really in the world. There's a lot of gladiator questions. I'll tell you this. Oh, I, you I had it for a week. I had uh, such a bad experience at the uh, Jeep dealership where I ordered my gladiator that I don't want the gladiator anymore. <laughs> it was. Really? I went down there and they managed to drain all of my enthusiasm for the vehicle out of my body. I had a great name. What was the sales but, name? I don't want to say his name, but Come the lack on. of knowledge. About the brand and the colors and the I went down there to be sold and I was unsold. So I don't know if that's going to happen right now. I'm more interested in this Hennessy Raptor. I, I, I like John Hennessy. Well, Vinny will get you in it for a couple of days. You have fun. Yeah, it, it's um, it's fun. Um, I've been turned off. I've been wanted. I've wanted cars before. Gotten to the dealership and had such a bad experience that I no longer want right. The cars. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, here I am signing up for emails and everything else, and I go down there, and it's, you know, it was a weird experience. It was as if I never ordered the car, <laughs> and I said, do I, don't I have one on order? And they go, yeah, but we got a red one right here. And I like go, they try to sell you another one? <laughs> yeah, and I said, what, what does that mean? And I thought, 
I thought we were getting launch editions. Why are there other editions before the launch edition? Well, I don't know. I don't know. You don't know? The very definition of the launch edition is the first edition. <laughs> yeah, those are delayed. Why? <laughs> I don't know. Well, what color is I? Well, is that you know crystal granite gray? I I don't know which color is that. Hold on, let me go up back and find out what color that is. As I'm pointing to a Jeep on his lot, and I went. That is it. Yeah, that is it. When I bought my Chevy Volt, which. Uh, was a car I ended up loving. I think it's one of the best cars ever made. Yep. Um, they the a guy at the dealership I went to had the audacity to call himself a Volt specialist, <laughs> and then proceed to know yeah, Volt. fuck all about the Volt, <laughs> including when I went to power it up on the in there was one on the showroom floor, and I went to power it up because I wanted to like play with the uh, you know infotainment system, right? Yeah. And he goes, "Oh, you can't turn that on in here." And I go, "Why not?" He goes, "Because the." Exhaust. The gas exhaust. I go. It's a. It's it's a. It's elect. It's electric and uh, and it's it and the light is flashing and that. He goes. No no no. There's a gas engine. I go. It's not going to turn on. That's. It's got charged. He goes. We can't do that in here. I go. Oh just God, get me out of here. I went to a different dealership. Thank God. But look at this car right here. Before we go. Oh, <clears throat> the 2020 Lotus Evora GT mm. gets six extra horsepower. But look. At how beautiful this car is. Can I tell you a little secret? Well, Mike? hold on. T- tip of the hat to these guys for, first of all, putting out a press car in a really cool color, and it looks beautiful, right? Mm-hmm. Isn't that great? Doesn't that kind of get you excited, Zuckerman? Nice looking car. Right? It's a nice looking car. That's what the Corvette should have done. It didn't do that. This is one picture on Jalopnik. I love it. I haven't driven it yet, but I'm, I'm, I'm guessing Matt Farah knows something about it. But I, I immediately I look at that picture, and I go... I want that. Well, you drove the the last of war. I did. Four, yes, four tens. But you know the number of press cars that get put out in that rust color, you know, or the no ones burnt, that get dropped off like in the burnt sienna, the burnt siennas, or the bright reds, and it's just you know you put them on Instagram. It's like oh, that color. So I'll but tell anyways. you a little super secret. Mm. Yeah, I got one of those already. What do you mean? I've already had a go. And really? Yeah. Are got, you embargoed? I got. A, I got. A, I got a, when is this air? Is that it? <laughs> Wednesday? It? It, this when? Wednesday? This Wednesday? I mean, I, yeah, I had to go. I had to go. And yeah. is that that guy that, that that reached out to us there? It's What's his the, name? The guy, the guy that had the go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. not going to say his name, but it's the guy who gave me a go, and it is d fucking lightful. It is. Yeah. Remember how good the last one was? Yes. It's that, but with like a little bit more horsepower. That's wow. it. Wow. They haven't fucked it up. It's no. Good. These cars are like Lotus makes the avora range it was granted i'll admit that it was a little in the beginning you know it's now been almost nine years they've really slowly developed it it is such a fucking great car Mm -hmm. for all occasions you know you sit in traffic and yeah it's stick but the clutch is so light you don't hate yourself the air conditioning's three knobs but it blows ice cold you know it's it's got it's 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 a it's a simple car but it's really finely engineered. And, and what do they cost? Uh, the sticker on the one I drove, which was the green one, not that blue one, was 123 But wow. the ba- this one was loaded up. This is, and it was, that was press car price. Right. So it was 96 base. And then it had the one I drove had 6000 worth of green, 6000 worth of interior green, 10000 worth of carbon fiber, and something else i cannot recall but 
basically you spend 105 to get the exact car you want and you are missing nothing and it's wow. the best and like there's no adjustments for the suspension there's no comfort mode sport mode it just does everything on one setting i would it's say delightful if, if if money was no object if i just if it was just if i had to have a track car that would be my track car. So fun on a track, yeah. too. It is. It is so, so right as a track car. Yeah. The only thing, I, the only mistake I think they made in the whole car is that it comes standard on Cup Twos, and I'm not a huge fan of Cup Twos for a street-driven car. Right. They just they don't last. And, right. Six thousand miles, and they've melted. If that, they're yeah. If that, and so I wish it had PS4s, but that's an easy thing to change later. But it's it's delightful. You should get. You should get it. Couple days. I'm gonna. I am. You are. Good. They're gonna give me an extended loan f- for it. Good. So yeah, uh, yeah. I, I'll get it. And yeah. Bomb They're both press cars are manual. Time in it. I just have trouble getting my head around the price. So it's a price. It's a lot of money. It it is. They have kind of a floor, though. If you buy one, you know, the floor on a supercharged Devora is like sixty-five to seventy right about now. So if you can get one, and they look, they make deals on them. So you get one for the right price, you work your way through the warranty, and it's not so bad. Mm. Not as good as Porsche, but if you want a, a really, really nice, interesting alternative to a Porsche, right? you know, yeah, for sure. And it's beautiful. And they're it very, you don't, and you don't see them. You know, you drive it around. Right, for right. A, I drove the last one for a month. I didn't see another yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. You know, I drove it, took it to five track days. I took it all the canyons, all over LA. Wow. I did not see another it's one. It's way in a month. better than the Alpha, but I think it's a lot more oh, than the yeah. Alpha. Yeah, it's a much, it's A, much faster, B, much more forgiving, C, much more comfortable, and it's a fucking Camry engine. You can That's treat right. that car so badly. You can treat it like garbage, and it's fine. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> don't change the oil. Like, don't worry about it. You're good. <laughs> Drive it like you hate it. Yeah. Well, gentlemen, I'm going to let you get on with your Sundays here. And you folks, with your Wednesdays, thank you for sitting down with us. This time we left four seats open for the listeners. Look at We're at a big round table here. <laughs> Three and Jehovah. <laughs> and uh, what do you have to promote? Anybody you want Westside to talk collector it? car storage? Okay, go ahead. If you're in Los Angeles and you are frustrated with the uh, options for caring for vehicles. I'm here for you. How far out before this thing opens up? October one, we're going to be open. October one, yeah, I believe, just in time I for Halloween. So. I believe. Okay, I believe very strongly. <laughs> and I'm going to come there and smoke cigars. We're going to have a big cigar smoke. Yes, I will put your name on a whiskey locker, and I'll bring nice. you a Moloquin uh, watch strap so and you thank can experience you for it. <laughs> Thank you for the bottle of uh, of uh, bourbon or whiskey. Whiskey, uh, scotch. It's scotch. Glenn Levitt, eighteen years old, as a as a wedding housewarming gift. Oh, Thank that's you. nice. Yeah, we're trying to get him off the weed. What about you, Zuckerman? What do you got to say before we go? You know, uh, thank you, Zagato. Thank you, Farah. And if you've been in an accident, (laughs) reach out to Carpenter, Zuckerman, and Rowley. Yeah. Friends don't let friends plead guilty. I love that guy. He's 100 years old. Miles L. Berman. My Miles L. Berman. How do you get the phone number with all the twos on it, the guy on the bus? Started in 1971. Right. Exactly. Or you buy it from someone else. And uh, as I've said, uh, we got a couple things going on here. Go to blipshift.com right now. Get the new Spikes Car Radio t-shirt, Plan Z. Carve up those cars. Spread out the money. Uh, don't worry about the insurance and registration. We don't. Um, and you want to come see me? I'm going to be up at the Pebble Beach Concours uh, Thursday, August 15th with special guest Adam Corolla uh, for a forum. Could be sold out by now, but 
Um, if it is, message me, and if I like you, I might get you in. And then Friday at 11 a.m., I'm teaming up with Porsche Motorsports. And uh, they, they're bringing in Hurley Haywood and Pat Dempsey, and we're going to talk about racing Porsches. You can get some insight from two pros on how to race your Porsche. And we're also going to be talking about Hurley the movie. Uh, and come on. When was the last time you got a chance to meet Hurley Haywood and Pat Dempsey? They're awesome. That's Uber 11 guys. o'clock Friday morning for Pat and Portia and Hurley. And Thursday at 2 p.m., uh, me and Adam Carolla. And that's it. We'll see you next week on Spikes Car Radio. Thanks for listening to Spikes Car Radio. Download new episodes every Wednesday on the Podcast One app or subscribe now at Apple Podcasts or PodcastOne.com. Spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com records.